Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Welcome back to Game Over Toronto for the first game of the new year, uh, 2023. Partnership yeah, Wad here with you live after, um, what a breakdown of a game. What? Well, I, mean, what I don't know where to start. First of all, it ended in the most riveting possible way that I like to enjoy hockey. Shootouts! Shootouts. Stop! Now, <laughs> I'm so thankful that this has been the only shootout of the season because not only have the Leafs always been bad at it, they suck. Listen, I mean, it, it's, it, it's not a hot take. It's not the a Leafs, take. The Leafs are, are paid to play hockey. Is the shootout even considered hockey? Like, I don't know, man. It's like, what? How, 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 like, okay, like how, like these guys practice a lot. And like, if you've been to these practices, they do all kinds of drills, all kinds of, you mm-hmm. know, different situational stuff. Yeah. Like how often, how do you expect them to, to practice the shootout? Like how, how long are they supposed to work on these skills? Cause it's not, it's not hockey. Like it's not, it's exactly. not the game. And how rarely do they ever need to like go, go do that. Right. How rarely yeah. are they on, are I they? Mean, are, are, are yeah. they doing a shootout? It's it's ridiculous. It's bonkers. Um, I honestly <laughs> wish that they could have they could have just continued the 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 power play like they do in the in the the playoffs. But that's the neither here nor yeah. there. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a bit. But uh, yeah, Lots in Leafs fashion, I mean, we're starting off the year with drama, right? We had everything and anything that that happened all condensed <laughs> down into one single game. If you wanted... New Year, old Leafs. Exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's what I thought about this one. That's the tagline. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it further, but let's give a shout out to Sports Interaction first. Think you know what way it'll go? Make your bet with Sports Interaction. Whether it's hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pre-game, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com sdpn. 19 and older, and please play responsibly. Ford, we talked about this being a, a classic Leafs game, right? I mean, yeah, we had about, like the Babcock of 2019 type game. I mean, uh, I, I mean, Le- I mean Levo was part of that that Babcock era as well, right? <laughs> Our ex Leaf that I, scored against us. That. Oh my god, I, I don't know where to start. So like, if you want to start there, I'm going to start there. First of all, I forgot that he played. He's still late. He played on the Blues, right? And. <laughs> I, I saw him, and he, I think in the first period he had a chance, and he knocked at it in the, in the front of the net, and it didn't go in. And I'm like, man, like I'm like, it's a good thing that didn't go in because that would really add to the bit. And then lo and behold, he gets another chance, like prime downtown real estate right in front of the crease. And I'm like, I I don't think there's anything like this in sports where, like, like where there's a running gag. That holds so long, even for a for a good team like the Leafs, that where another where an obscure former player scores a goal on them, like it, it it's mind boggling. It's it, like it, it life Leafs at least hockey is a simulation. Yeah, I mean, and then Josh Levo, Le, Josh Levo of all, all players, right? Like, I yeah. mean, how many goals has he had? Like three goals this this last year. He's yeah, not was... playing well, but somehow, I mean, the Leafs gets get the best out of their ex players, right? Playing like they did. Five years back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, listen, it, it was, this is a good game, though. I mean, oh, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, well, it was an entertaining game. Let's I just say that's, that. I think they they bounce back well. But before we get yeah. into that, I, I do want to shout out one thing. Um, you, you're talking about about Levo again, like showing up today, right? But the Blues has, have 
been pretty bad lately, especially with uh, a, a couple of their good guys, uh, the top guys out, right? Oh, and yeah. Blue's GM, it's... right? He, Doug Armstrong, he called out the, the vets and, and the rest of the players right before this game. I mean, he said, like, we need more out of Sod and Shen, right? And talk about a comeback. I mean, this guy yeah, scored got, got two. more out of Sod Shen. and Shen. That's what he got. Exactly. I mean, the whole team just decided, thanks, hey, Doug. we're just going to show up against the Leafs and uh, just shit on our parade, right? They... <laughs> It was just, that's, it was insane. Uh, and that, just that second in general, I mean, six goals within a period, three goals within a matter of one minute. Anything that oh. you shot was going to go at the back of the net. That's that was, that's exactly how it felt like in that second period. Yeah. I mean, like, so it started off, I mean, the first period, let's not discount, the first period was pretty awful as well. Like they were getting, they were like all of us going back to work on the new year like today was the first day back for the work they were all of us like before coffee like they were like damn man we gotta do this again jeez okay (laughs) like that's that that's the the vibe i got from them and uh yeah like i mean after that sod goal where it was uh i think it was a shorthanded but that was a shorthanded yeah and that that was also that was also on the the when the Leafs were trying their five forward power play again uh we'll get your thoughts we'll talk about that because it it did work it did work in the end but yeah i mean that goal was a stinker um but as soon as I saw that goal go in, and I'm like, uh oh, I, I have Harnish in a stream. I said, I texted him. I said, get that damn sad banana suit ready <laughs> because this one looks, this one looks like uh, one of those days. But um, yeah, Oof, there's a lot to talk about. I mean, let's go to Samsonov. So we're getting a lot. I'm hearing a lot of Leaf fans, some in the chat as well, mm-hmm. talking about Samsonov. Mm-hmm. Now, guy's still pretty good. I mean, he's, I mean, not in at home, but that's, that's pretty good. Now to nine and one. It was yeah. nine and zero at home, well, or nine zero oh and one. I guess that, that's how the the league likes to likes to frame it. But yeah, I mean, yeah, he had a tough time. I mean, he had a tough game. It's hard to deny. Uh, I think there were a couple of undeniably horrible goals, like that first uh, soft goal. Was, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, you can't you can't deny. That's a, that's a bad one. He'll tell you that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ones that I did, the other ones, like in this in that drunk second period, were like. I mean, they were like right in front of the goal. Like they, like they were the St. Louis forwards that were, whether it was Levo or was Cairo, they were pretty like un, unabated. Like they were in front of the net. So yeah, was, and those also, are the goals where I'm like, what he, what's he supposed to do, right? Exactly. And he also took a few, uh, a few deflections. I mean, that second goal, right? That that one that Shen got. Uh, that, that was a Cairo shot that hit off of Kerf, off of Shen. And then hit the back of the net, right? Yeah. So there's there's moments where you're like, hey, it's just unlucky situations. But I don't know. I, I feel like he should have had a couple of them. And I, I know they're difficult, they're difficult um shots to block, but you kind of hope and pray that they, he can make one miracle or, or pull one goal back, right? And think about it here, right? If he if he was able to solve uh stop, let's say, just one extra goal, right? Make one fantastic save. We don't go to OT. Yeah. We don't go to the shootout, and uh, we come out of here with two points, right? We keep the the streak winning at home alive. Uh, I think it's like before this game, it was like six home games in a row or something like that. Yeah, another streak. It's it, pretty pretty crazy streak. Like the bro- the broadcast is really good. Like Chris Cuthbert and them, they they, they give some good good material for us. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. at least won twenty one consecutive games, scoring four plus goals. So that, that, that's like that's, that's not an insignificant number. Obviously, that means that you know. Their defense, when they have had those offensive explosions, the defense has also been there. Yeah. Um, in this one, eh, not so much. I mean, <laughs> but, you know, yeah, with Samsonov, yeah, he was a little bit, I, 
you know, aside from that, like you did notice he was a bit late reacting to almost everything. Like I felt like, like the brain kind of commuted like a second late on almost all the goals was kind of like he was always out of position. Yeah, exactly. And um, I kind of want to get your thoughts on on him over the last couple of games in particular, because I mean, after he came back from injury, he looked fantastic, right? He yeah. he got that or he was at like a point nine three seven or something since in November. And then he had the, the two back to back shutouts as well. Um, but the last couple of games, I mean, we're looking at a point eight uh eight two one, then the next yeah. game point eight four two, point eight eight two, and and so on and so forth, right? He's not looking the best these last couple of games and i I know it's a small sample size and he looked phenomenal before that um but we also keep have to keep in uh understand like or taking the context that this he is like around a 0.9 um just just a standard 0.9 uh save percentage goalie in his in his career right so he kind of is playing above expectations or above his norm this year especially right um so it's kind of it's kind of difficult where you don't know if he's kind of just coming back down to earth or if it's just yeah. a, a couple games where he's having a bad stretch. And I mean, everyone has those bad stretches, yeah. right? Yeah. You said, the, I mean, the operative term there is, is the last couple of games, right? So a couple mm-hmm. of games does not make the player. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I guess you don't want to have your standards too, too high where it's like, you know, obviously he's put up some, some banger performances, but you know, I mean, this is hard for us league fans because we get excited really easily, but you know, someone like Samson up. Yeah. I mean, he, he was a high pick in the draft for a goalie, but you know, he was non-tendered by the Capitals, So it's like, not to say that was the right move, but he's not a perfect goalie. Like he is not, you know, prime carry price, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he is a guy that has question marks. So to expect some games where there to be lulls or, you know, where there's going to be a tough stretch. I think that's reasonable, and I don't think that's a reason to panic. But like everybody else, if the trend continues, we'll revisit that. I know it's not it's not a scorching hot take to where I'm like, trade him right now. But you know, sometimes it's good to I, I try to err on the side of nuance. No, <laughs> I definitely that, but, uh, I definitely agree. Yeah. And I think it was good on Keith today, um, to keep him in the game, right? He could yeah. easily after that second period, Huge. I mean, a ton of people, I, I'm sure a ton of people in the comments as well, right? They were probably calling for Matt Murray to be thrown in there, right? Just pull pull Samson no. up altogether. But you gotta understand, like, confidence plays a large factor in, in, in players, right? And you especially don't want to especially goals especially and goalies like, and Samsonov too, right? In particular. Yeah. Um, I would have hated to see him get pulled and then come back the next game, be a little shaky again because he has the nerves, right? You, you gotta instill some confidence in your players. He had some great games just just like a couple just a, a couple weeks back as well, right? Um, so I'm happy that Keith kept him in there. Just let him play it through. The next game, it's a new slate. Let him yeah. let him be him, right? Also, Matt Murray, um, I, I, people calling Matt Murray to be put in. Um, you, you realize that this guy is kind of kind of an injury risk, you know. <laughs> it, it is it is a Tuesday game against the Blues, so it's like, you know, let's not deviate. I think honestly, in my opinion, if it was like nine to one, I. Even maybe then I would think about it, but like with someone like Matt Murray, I don't want to upset that regimen, that rest, at that like whatever they're doing to keep his body right. I don't care. It's like sink the game, like just I, load manage him to hell. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like all the way to the playoffs. <laughs> I, 
like I get it, like you know, a babe came. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but you know, at some point you can't just go ahead and you know just throw them in there. You know, it's not. I mean, it's not to say this, every game is significant, but some games are like okay, let's let Samsonov ride this out, and he did. Yeah, he, he made some big saves in the in the overtime. I think people are kind of forgetting about that. Oh yeah, um, he clutched it up even in the third, right? I mean, he he had a shaky second, the third, um, especially at the end there, he had a couple good saves there as well, right? So yeah, I mean, to your point, he definitely did bounce back a little bit there. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I think it'll be, I think it'll be fine. I, I, I understand why Leaf fans are are on serious edge about the goaltending because that was one of the reasons why we tell ourselves the seer is different. Okay, mm-hmm. because you know, at the same season we, we were absolutely tearing through the regular season last year, but. No, this season we're like, oh, but this year we have goalies. Last season, obviously, goaltending was um, horrible, right? Like we, yeah. we, um, we definitely improved in that department. But I think the second a lot of Leaf fans see a bit of slippage with the goaltending, they're like, oh, this is, <laughs> like it's over, it's over. Yeah, this is the same same thing that happened in in uh, uh back in September where everyone's calling for Dubis's head, Keefe's head, just trade our core, just. I it's mean, overreactionary, to be right? Fair. Yeah. That was that was that was a, that was that kind of justified because they're playing absolutely terrible. Listen, time, they, this is the second year in a row. I'm used to it now. If they do it next year, I'll be used to. I'll still I'll still be angry, but I'll yeah, be used yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so again, you know, and I I I'm, I think I've said this, but I think I've said this exact same sentence before. Mm-hmm. But you know, sticking with the positive side, Michael mm-hmm. Bunting. Okay, Michael Bunting. I say this to Lauren. I want to see what you guys have. What you what you think? Uh-huh. Is he not the best signing or the best move that Kyle Dubas has made? I mean, John Tavares aside, because John Tavares was kind that, of that was the I kind mean, of like Lou Lou's era, was, right? And that was also like a foregone conclusion. But like Michael Bunting, out yeah. of nowhere, this guy I I had Fantastic. not really heard of him. You know, I I heard you know rumbles. I mean, he was in Arizona, so it's kind of tough for me to. <laughs> To know who this guy is from, but man, he brings everything that Lee fans love and what makes them a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. Like the goal scoring. He's scoring in front of the net. He brings just full-on pest a-hole moves. Um, <laughs> to me, I, I don't know if I'm misremembering him, but he gives me the vibe of like a of a Darcy Tucker a little bit. Oh, I don't know that's if that's a- blasphemy. But I, I kind of see it if I squint hard enough with my uh, contact lenses that are really <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in the past two games, like, he's been fantastic too. I mean, this is his back-to-back uh, two-goal game, right? So, um, yeah, he's he's been on fire, right? But I think it's just a testament. Our, our top six has been playing really... Well, I mean, our top line has been playing really well. Nylander specifically has been fantastic as well, right? You can't... You got to give him creds. Um, even our, yeah. our bottom six... I mean, like, Camp, Engvall line... Oh, beauty. I love it. That first goal that, that, yeah. that we had in that um late in that that's that first period. The first, right? yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That that was at that moment in time, that third that third line only had two minutes of, of ice time, right? And they yeah. made something work in that limited time that they had. Um I think like offensively, I mean, we just look really good right now. Um but I want to get your thoughts on that five on five or sorry, that that five, five forward. forward um power play because it's kind of iffy i have some strong thoughts on it i want to get your take first because i i don't think i've heard your take on this yet i i had i had a take so 
So the first period, obviously, it didn't. It resulted in a really bad sod goal. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, you can blame Samson off, but still, there was no defenseman back. It was Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Who's a good defender, but still. Um, but it, you know, in that same vein, it worked pretty well in the third period. So I look at it as a good um, back pocket type, you know, situational thing to pull out. And uh-huh. in the same vein of like pulling your goalie, like it's like, okay, we have five ringers who can put the puck in the back of the net, you know, and they were down. So they were down five, four at the time. So I'm like, yeah, you're in a third period. Why not go for it? Like, you know, when are you going to get the opportunity to have a, so you might as well optimize your power play mm-hmm. short of pulling your goalie. That's another <laughs> way that you can, you're pulling your goalie with 18 minutes left short of doing that. That's a good way that you can, you know, generate extra offense, supercharge the offense. but. Yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty cool that you could do it. Just I would say not overuse it too much. Yeah, see, I'm very conflicted on this. On on one hand, I like that Keith is kind of testing stuff out and, and trying to see what sticks. And he's also not just like just trying it out once and then if it doesn't work, just like scrap it, do something else all over again, right? So I'm I'm happy that he's kind of sticking with it a little bit, giving it time to develop and, and try to see if he can make it work. But on the other hand, the only reason, in my opinion, that that we even started doing this was because Riley was injured, right? Now, with Riley back, Riley, I mean, the last couple of years, he's been a huge staple of our power play, right? He, he's yeah. uh, he's a big presence there. And he could be the back end, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And our power play has succeeded. I mean, we've been really, really good uh, on our power play in the last couple of seasons, right? With Riley back in the lineup... Um, I don't see why they need to keep doing this because the thing is, I don't think that they, they run a five forward power play in, uh, in, in let's say like a stressful, uh, playoff series, right. In crunch time, I don't think it, it, it works. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't think they'd have the guts uh, exactly. unless they were down, but that's my point. If they're trailing at that point, you know, it, my philosophy is you got to go for it. You only have so much time left. I think if you're, I mean, if it's a tie game in yeah. a playoff series, Sheldon Keefe would be like, like I'd be like something he mentally broke <laughs> because he, why is he doing that? He like something happened where he did that. Yeah, I, I definitely playoff series. But if it's if you're down, and then you think it's gonna help you supercharge uh-huh. and get you that goal that that desperate goal you desperately need, I'm like, ah, okay, let's. Let's give it a try. But then again, I like I like a little bit of chaos in my coffee. I mean, my hockey. <laughs> coffee. <laughs> no, I, 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 I definitely see that. But it's just that, like, I love Riley on the power play. I mean, you look at last year, like, he is just so good at passing, creating, uh, creating plays as well. And he's yeah. just so, he's just so good, right? Especially, I, I think, like, getting him back up to speed. And I mean, he's just come back from injury, right? People are calling for his head a couple games ago but um yeah just try getting him back up to speed again and and try yeah. to insert him back to the power play because it was working right um the one like good thing about uh about keith trying it today was even after they they let go of that one goal uh, or that shorthanded goal in the first like you said i mean they they brought it back in the third and they they got a goal off of that i think even right after that that first period goal there was another power play that the leafs went on and they went straight back into the five forward um uh strategy again uh so i guess if it works i think it's just gonna require a big change in mentality or like how the forwards play I think to make it work, they're just gonna the 
one forward has to stay further back and they're just going to yeah. naturally develop the same kind of role that Riley already fills in that. So it's like, is it really going to work? Is it just going to go back to just having Riley but not Riley there? It's really weird. I don't know. My thoughts are, I think they they should just go back to being normal again. <laughs> just be a normal hockey team. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's me. I like, I mean, for me, I'm I'm like, I, I guess for me, I just like, ah, I like, I like when I see anything different, in hockey or like somebody trying something anything even if it's silly i i will kind of have a bit of a soft spot for it mm-hmm. just just because hockey sometimes can be very rigid in, in all senses but <laughs> even on the ice in the way coaches i mean there's 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 35 coaches that are ever hired in the nhl you know so when somebody comes in and try something new or a player tries a new move or something that's just off the beaten path i'm like it's like a bread like like a big breath of fresh air. So, mm-hmm. but again, you know, situationally, if you, if it's like, leave it as a break glass in a case of we're going to lose in the first round again, emergency. Okay. Like that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it should be there for. Like, just, just, can just you imagine trusty. if they do that then? Just everyone's going to call, if it doesn't work out, everyone's calling for Keith's head. What the oh, hell man. are you doing? Why didn't you just put Riley out there? Blah, blah. It's just, Either it works and you're the savior, or if it doesn't work, you're just gonna get thrown think, to the wolves, man. I, I I think if he did that in a high leverage situation, and then it ended up in the series being lost, and this is like this now no exaggeration. I think they got to move the team to Arizona. Like that's <laughs> to be the second team in Arizona. That, no, that that that's how bad it would be if they did that. So I'm kind of with you on that point, but it's just 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 go to that that I heard that Tempe Arena is gonna be really nice. Just just, just take, just move him there. Because at that point, we, th- what are we doing anymore? Just that's it. We're over. We're done with. We're done here. <laughs> just, that would just break. It would break all of our collective brains. I don't think anybody would. I think everybody would just be catatonic. Yeah. But uh, let's let's not cat- let's save the catastrophizing for um for future for <laughs> for days that are not in January. <laughs> but, yeah, we get a uh, while yeah. to the playoffs. But yeah. Go so going ahead. back to the Michael Bunting thing, I heard mm-hmm. a story. Um, I was reading it. Not sure where it came from. Uh, I saw it on TSN, mm-hmm. but it looks like the Leafs uh, going back to Bunting. They the Leafs kind of agree, and they see Bunting as a core piece because they are yeah. starting the discussions. I, I don't know, like what to what extent they might just be like, "Hey, do you want more money?" They probably like called him and said, "Would you like some more money?" And he's like, "Sure." And that's probably what it was. But you know, they, the Leafs don't see Michael Bunting as a potential cap casualty. They I think they see him as the core piece. But how much do you pay him, right? That's the oh, thing. Wow. Right now, I mean, he's making that's, pennies, that's a tough right? One. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna make a ton of money. And how are you gonna kind of make that work uh, unless you? Who are you gonna dump for that? Like, like seriously, our, our cap is so tied up yeah, in in our that's... core group, right? Um, I don't know how they how they make it work. That's the thing. They better get it done soon because <laughs> he's cooking. He's oh unplugged. yeah. He's like I I swear every time he scores a goal he should just look up at the press box and be like <laughs> That's what and I was for those telling- listening I'm making the finger money sign and pointing it in my palm. Yeah. <laughs> just That's it. Thumbs up. Yeah, that I mean so they they got to get that done soon. I, I mean he's still pretty young. I think he's like 25, 26. So he's he's the same age as as the other guys. I mean you you'd hope that he gives you Maybe he goes like the really long term but shorter cap, long term but lower cap hit route. Uh, 
I, 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 again, it's probably early to talk about it, but you know, it, it is going to be a discussion as to what, as to whether or not they're going to, you know, commit to this guy, or is he going to go the way of a Mikheyev, right? And obviously, yeah. I think he's better than a Mikheyev. I think he brings a lot more to the table. You, he definitely impacts the game in more ways than Mikheyev did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I guess you'd have to like, I guess you'd be, you'd obviously be saying goodbye to Kerfoot. You'd be saying goodbye to, oh yeah, you know, I mean, Engvall, thank God, you know. get Kerfoot out. of <laughs> <laughs> i mean he's making he's way a, too much money for for yeah, his it, his role it, that's all i got to say i don't think there's anything wrong with the player I no really yeah good. it's a captain I, I, for sure. he's really good in spurts like once every few games and yeah you know that's there's nothing wrong with that role <laughs> he can be a great third liner i mean he is a good third liner right now but you know again it's getting expense it's getting expensive and mm-hmm. the cap is not going like it, the cap is going up a million bucks it's it's so, ridiculous and it's, it's funny because I think like um, it's getting eaten up quickly. Like it's not that's not a significant bump at yeah. all. Yeah, and and Dubas, I think like when he initially signed her core, I mean his assumption was pre-COVID um, projections yeah. was the cap was going to go up a lot, right? Yeah. So everything would have worked out. Doesn't Dubas also need a new contract at the end of this year as well? He does, and yeah, I mean, it, that's another guy. Yeah, that's probably going to be up to him. Uh, actually, I mean, to me, I think that's. That's obviously a first rounder. I, I think that might just be a condition. I think it's a condition at this point. I think the contract is written up and it's just conditional on making the I, on making it past the first round. Because if you're the MLSC board, I mean, the board is not one person. It's an amalgamation of people with business interests. Like, mm-hmm. I think you look at, like, you. there's no way they could sell it to the public to where if they were to knock on wood, lose in the first round that you would want to, re-up Kyle Dubas because mm. that's just horrific optics but if they do like I don't think you can get uh he's not a perfect GM but he's uh he's a very good one I mean he's been he's yeah. he's had some swings and he's had some misses but he's had some big hits with you know bunting camp of even now Holmberg right like he's really exactly. good at fight like he has the stars and his skill set now is finding the periphery pieces and that's what they need, and that's what he's been doing. So I'm okay with it. I mean, again, to me, I'm like, let's just get past that. Well, that 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 that's definitely a um, a that's clause in there. A, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely yeah, definitely like a like he signed it. It's probably signed. It's just like we will shred this if they lose the, the first round. Like <laughs> they just have a lighter like just next to it. No, yeah, I agree. I think like. I think he's had a lot of good signings, and especially when it comes to drafting, I think he's been a lot better uh, finding some some key guys in the latter picks, right? Um, but yeah, I, I think they they should keep uh, they should keep Dubas for for a long time. There's gonna be a lot of people knocking at his door if he does yeah, decide to leave. Yeah, I mean, but I'm looking at at our our cap right now and uh, on cap friendly. Shout out to those guys. Um, but yeah next year i mean there are a lot of ufas that are that are being uh that are coming up right so yeah. i don't know i mean dubas is gonna have a tough job thank god i'm not a gm man i i'm looking at all these numbers and my like yeah. all the numbers are all going all over the place like yeah. oh my god one million there two million there what the fuck am i gonna do so <laughs> i'm happy i'm not doing this listen he's in for we, we can just job. hope the nhl implements like unpaid intern policy where they can get a co-op student to like fill the fourth line role because i mean that, that might be the case <laughs> no i mean i mean to your point before i i think the assumption that the cap was going to go up was a good assumption because yeah. 
I mean, look. They had that new TV deal or something right before yeah, that, too. Yeah, you, you, you can't... It, 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 nobody could have predicted anything like the COVID. Yeah. And uh, the business... Obviously, the societal implications, but the business implications on the NHL. Nobody could have predicted that. And human beings are terrible at predicting things in general. <laughs> but nobody could have predicted that. But um, to your point... I mean, and to your other point about the, the roster construction, I mean... I, we we always come back to this because it's always fun to speculate about uh, who can help us. But with the cap being the way it is, this might be kind of like a all or nothing type year. Uh, not yeah. The, uh, sorry, I mean that's that is the documentary name, but uh, <laughs> like just do another again. one this year again. <laughs> yeah, like I don't think it's this die. They'll figure it out. I don't think it's like it's not like everyone's going to leave and we're all going to be screwed. But you know, it's going to be. Uh, tough sledding once the the bill comes due next offseason so mm-hmm. do you think that maybe that affects their their thinking at the trade deadline for because, this year in particular or for yeah because there's a guy named mm-hmm. connor bedard i don't know if you've heard of him yeah yeah i mean he's been lighting it up <laughs> absolutely eating the world up uh, uh, i haven't seen a prospect like i mean anthony stewart on the broadcast i'm not sure i agree but he says he's the best prospect of all time now that might be a prisoner of the moment type thing, mm-hmm. but I mean, that kid's good. So, oh yeah, what's yeah. gonna happen? What I anticipate is that a lot of these teams towards the bottom are like, screw. They, they're watching the World Juniors, including the Blues, who we saw today. Uh-huh. They're just like, you know, this whole winning, this whole playoffs thing, kind of overrated. <laughs> just enter so, the sweepstakes. That's what I'm saying. So, what what does the sweepstakes mean? It doesn't mean you're gonna go and tell the players you got to lose. It means you're trading off players. So. Mm-hmm. In a sense, that could create market conditions to where it's a buyer's market for a contender, perhaps because you know you got teams like St. Louis looking to get out, looking to bottom out. You know, I don't know how I don't think they're they're probably a little too high up to bottom out. Yeah, Chicago is already bottomed out, but I mean, shoot, mm-hmm. why not bottom out even more? You know, Arizona, Vancouver, Anaheim. Anaheim. Yeah, they all have. I mean, Vancouver. You know, they're probably going to add at the deadline. Those poor fans, but. <laughs> Oh, man, I feel terrible for them. But, uh, you know, with all those sellers, obviously, you know, in simple economics, the price is going to go down. So, you know, maybe the Leafs can <laughs> go on a bit of a shopping spree. Yeah, but the the problem, with, though, at the end of the day is, is I mean, Cap, like, who who are you real? What are you realistically trying to target, right? Do you yeah. want to, like, are you targeting a defenseman? Are you targeting uh, a forward? And what spot do you want them to play in? How much is it going to cost? Are you going to be able to fill that? Is it going to yeah. make a big enough difference, right? There, there's so many different factors here. And right now, like, I, I, I mean... Our team looks really good. I mean, I have confidence in the guys right now. And I think, yeah, I, I I think you kind of ride it out with these guys. I don't know. I don't see any, any like massive, like huge gashes in our, in our lineup, right? Unless there, there's an injury, right? Obviously, if, if our team's fully healthy, who do you try to upgrade, right? Do you, do you try to I would upgrade curve? on the on the uh, maybe on the yarn crook spot. I mean, I know the third line is is really good. Yeah, you don't want to affect that chemistry, but it's like oh, you want to change yarn. Yarn crook looks has looked so yarn crook is good. good though. I, I want to keep him. Yeah, I would keep him, but I bump him down. I, I but then to you, me I, at that point I, you're I, messing up that third line, right? And that third line, historic. I mean, they've played well, like yeah. together, right? I, when Camp and and Envo are together, they're they're just lighting it up, right? And you saw that earlier on the season too when they were split up. Eh, looked a little shaky. Put them back together. Boom, they're firing on all cylinders, right? 
So it's like, yeah, you mess around chemistry. Are you doing more good than bad? But it's, it's definitely a valid point though. Right? Like that, that is a spot that they could, they could look to, to upgrade on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I think the de- the defense, I think, I mean, people have said it in a clamoring forward. I'm like, yeah, in a perfect world, if you could upgrade Justin Hall to Eric Carlson, yeah, you would. But <laughs> you're obviously constrained by, you know, the limitations of both draft capital and actual money capital, right? So, yeah. you know, that's that's the, uh, the idea. I, I just think that going, you know, beefing it up before the playoffs would be good. But, I mean, it looks like we're just, the Leafs are pretty much in a holding pattern. They're absolutely stuck where they are in second place because that that the bruins man i don't know it's not fair oh they're on something different no, they, i they, don't they, know what no, they made a deal with the with devil they're, they're, there's demonic forces at work but how are they always in this like they're always somehow they always manage to be a great team and like they have like the dark arts where, that's what it is the they're dark just arts. like one year they're just like insanely good then they go back down to like around that that top the top three and then yeah, man, the it's... next year bam they're like the best team in the league again it's just hey. wild stuff the most, I think it's the most overused word in sports, in all sports, like basketball. I'm a, I'm a fan of all, I'm a fan of other sports. So I like to like bring that into discussion. Uh-huh. You know, it's an overused word, culture, like culture, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's identity and culture. It's kind of like in basketball, you had the San Antonio Spurs, yeah, for 20 years. The Detroit in hockey again, the Detroit Red Wings were amazing for 25 years, right? You in football, the New England Patriots. Now they haven't won as many championships. You know, down the street, stupid Boston, still in the same city. But <laughs> Patriots, you know, the, the, like the Red Sox, just like down the road again. But again, it's these things that, you know, they maintain this culture and it's just not fair. But <laughs> at this point, I kind of look back like and if they weren't competing with us directly, I'd be like, I'd be kind of rooting for them. Not rooting for them, but I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, okay, oh, cool. dude. As soon as I see Marchand, I'm like, eh. If I if I see him on the on Team Canada, I'm like, oh, dude, you do you, man. <laughs> Guy <laughs> makes me laugh, though, all man. you want, but as soon That's... as he's against the Leafs, like, oh, I hate you so much. I, just, I hate him so much, but like sometimes I look and I'm like, I can't help but laugh. I'm like, this guy, man. See, but the so thing good. is, like, he's so good at what a, he does. Yeah, if he was a Leafs player, like the oh, yeah, fan base like, would statue. love him. Statue. Oh my god, <laughs> it would be insane. Yeah, you know what's a funny thing. Um, we were talking about these these other leagues, like oh, basketball and like winning cultures and whatnot, right? Just imagine if the NHL had like a lug a luxury tax, similar to like the uh, similar yes. to like the NBA, right? Have like a yeah. a soft know, cap I'm... or whatnot. Because I mean, the Leafs, is, I think it's it's not a question. I mean, we we're the of richest you would imagine that team in the league, in the league. Fan, right? Yeah, think about <laughs> what we you were talking about bringing in uh, uh um uh Carlson. Throw him in there. Throw in the luxury yeah, tax. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, you know, you'd, you'd have to make it. I mean, yeah. So the NBA, uh, to my knowledge of the cap, they have a, a they have a cap, a cap, uh-huh. and they have a luxury tax to where it's a certain amount of millions, and then there is a final hard cap somewhere mm-hmm. way up there. But there's also like really punitive taxes to where even like a Golden State Warriors, and it, you know they're in Silicon Valley, they they print money, right? They're worth just. The, the team itself is probably worth ten billion dollars. Even they're like, okay, we got to we got to tamper back a tiny bit. But <laughs> of course, as Leaf fans, we're like, yeah, Just yeah, no yeah. money, give us a couple, please. But, you know, <laughs> but you know, on our network, you know, Agent Provocateur, you know, Adam Wild and um, Alan Walsh, they've been talking about this a lot. You know, and because it's, it, I mean, it's, it's obviously good for the players if there's more money to be spent. Mm-hmm. Obviously, these players can make more and. 
you know, arguably people like Matthews and McDavid who are just so integral into what they, like they bring in so much revenue that they're underpaid, if mm-hmm. you can believe that. But, you know, in, in, in an economic sense, they kind of are. But yeah, if you, it, I, I, I do wish they could because, you know, you could bring in more money to like subsidize the poor teams, to subsidize the Arizonas <laughs> of the world. But I think it, it just sad it, it, yeah, because you know these owners they just don't like to spend money. That's the thing. They're like, yeah. you are making us spend money? Are but you kidding me? Like, I kind of <laughs> honestly, I, I'm like, I made it as a joke, but like, I, I really would prefer the way that it is right now over like the luxury tax. Maybe push up the cap, obviously, would, like pay them more. Yeah. But the the amount of like or the, the 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 disparity in competition in the NBA is insane because you just top load the heavy teams, right? I mean, this season, I mean, this season it's been it's come back. I mean, I think because the talent has just exploded so, to more. To, there's uh-huh. a, there's as many contenders right now in the NBA as there are in the NHL. I yeah, don't well, go off a lot off topic, but think, there, it's think back to like that that Golden State and like oh, Cleveland was, and oh, it was, was stupid. That was terrible. Right? Stupid. But yeah. I mean, you saw Chuck join the <laughs> the NHL bandwagon. He just started loving hockey too. Um, I don't like this stuff, Kenny. I'm, I'm done with this. I like the hockey. Hockey is better. Uh, <laughs> I love Chuck. But uh, yeah, so yeah. Well, I mean, out of this game, I mean, what do you can you? You know, I oh. I did like the effort going back to the game. I liked yeah. the effort, honestly. Mm-hmm. In the third, I think the third. You know, I think we we got a little caught up in the negatives of the first two periods and all the hoopla. But I think the third period. Man, they, they they played phenomenally. I yeah. I think I really did think that you know Lee fans who are watching and are kind of upset about the game. Like you know, it's good to kind of take bits and pieces. I know moral victories don't count in the standings, but man, they played fantastic in that third. I I thought for sure they were winning that game. I was like, mm-hmm. uh, like there was a few times, and I'm a I'm a pessimist to the core to the team, but I was like, they're gonna win this game, and you know, I guess. Them's the breaks, but you know they they were dominating possession at five on five, just absolutely dominating. And, yeah, uh, that second that drunk second period kind of killed them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like and like you said, that, that carried over into OT as well, right? They started the OT, and I think it was like a shift where um where, where the Blues had a line out there for for like over 90 seconds it was like i think it was like close to two minutes out there right and they the leafs just held possession they they just skated around them and um they couldn't get anything anything um any great chances but at least they they had possession they 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 were control and play right Uh, obviously the latter half it went all over the place and and both teams had a ton of great chances but yeah to your point they 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 continued and they they played well towards the end of the game so at least that's something that we can look at and i mean Matthews, uh, hitting that that milestone five hundred points. Almost forgot. Yeah, I mean the fastest leaf to to hit five hundred points. I mean, fantastic stuff. What what more yeah. can you ask out of out of this guy? And and Marner is just knocking there as well. I think he's at what four ninety eight, four ninety nine. He's just, out there as well, right? Not not to put a negative spin. I mean, these guys, it's it's they're gonna go down as the best Leafs of all time. Like these two guys. They, I'm sorry, that's just the way it's gonna be. Yeah, I really do the best. I love Willie too. Yeah, the the three of them are going to be the best Leafs of all time mm-hmm. because, I mean, you look at the list; it it's not very inspiring. Like, <laughs> and you look at the eras too; it's like, you know, you got Sundin, and then beyond that, you're going to the seventies. You got Sittler, and I'm like, man, like the seventies way were, past our generation. The seventies were sure. fifty years ago, like yeah. fifty five zero years ago, half a century ago, right? So mm-hmm. it just kind of shows you like the depths to where this team has been. I know we, 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 uh, 
we clamor about all the little things that the team is doing wrong, but sometimes it's good to take a 30,000 foot view and be like, okay, <laughs> you know, we look have at where we look at where we've been. Guys. And, right. So, yeah. and, uh, but you know, <laughs> Elliot Freeman made a point. I think he was just trying to just try to rile up Leaf fans a little bit. He's like, you know, he was saying it's opinion wise, but I think it's hard for someone like him to, to opine things because he is Elliot Friedman. He is the insider, right? So he, <laughs> True. Uh, yeah. on the on the panel, I like I like listening to, to these guys, and he's like, "This is why I, I think he will stay a Leaf, yeah, because he's gonna be the Leaf. Like he's gonna be the guy, no matter even if they don't win, even if he never wins the Stanley Cup mm. with Toronto, even if he never does. I hope he does, but even if, even if he never does, he will be." The leap. When you think of the Leafs thirty years from now, your the him and his mustache, you're gonna think of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. there's not really much we can, or there's so much we can say, but it's hard to put it to words, right? I mean, we're living in such a good era. I mean, we're complaining about about an an OT or a shootout loss when the Leafs are are fourth in the league, right? I mean. Yeah. We're, we're coming it's off just, of a great season. I mean, look at last year as well. It, it's we're the first playing good hockey. The, the first round, it did some, it did psychological damage. It did some damage to us. Because yeah, yeah. Think about it this way: if they had, because to me, the first round, like 1967, is not the is not the number. Okay, it's not the number because winning a championship in any sport is like very, very hard. Like it's not like every team gets a turn. Especially right? with the NHL, because they keep adding, they they've so been added parity. so many teams. Thirty-two as well, now, right? So yeah, sixty-seven. When people make fun of me, I'm like, okay, there's teams that have never won it, right? Canucks never won it, mm-hmm. right? I, I'm like blanking, but there's a ton of teams that have been around for a long time, never won the cup. Yeah, but 2004, that's the one that really, that's what's really ho- like eating at this fan base because. If they would have won a couple of rounds, you know, maybe they win the 2019 first round, maybe they win the second round, maybe they lose to the Hurricanes in the third round. I think that would that's who they would have played 2019. Maybe they beat Montreal in the bubble. Maybe mm-hmm. they go and they play Vegas. They lose to Vegas. Yeah. There's a whole the conversation on this team is totally different. I think everybody is so much more forgiving of all the faults, right? Like you saw this in the beginning of the season. I remember there was a, a, a hilarious meme. It was like um like the Leafs starting 500 and the Raptors starting 500. Now the Raptors have gone the other way, but the Leafs starting 500, the Raptors starting 500. And one of them was Gordon Ramsay with like a child being like, it's okay, lovely, it's okay. And then that was for the Raptors. And then for the Leafs, it was like, you fucking donkey. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, because the Raptors obviously have like the memory yeah. of winning. In, in the I mean, it was, yeah, it was like, what, three years ago now, right? Yeah, so, but <laughs> so even recent. if the Leafs hadn't won a ch- I mean, they didn't have to win a championship. Like, if they had won a couple of rounds, like, they should have. Like, at least yeah. the Montreal one. People would not have... People, I don't think, would have as much angst. And I, I think like, the biggest thing about that is, like, they had so much potential, right? Because I look back at um, the Leafs and, and the Capitals series. This is back a while now. I think it was, like, 2017, yeah. I think. Oh, that, was that was a hard one, man. That, that was hard, they hadn't. but they, they, they hadn't. were... You saw it in, like, a, a shell of, like... All right, this is the first time we had the kids out there. The kids are there. They're doing great. They made it into the playoffs, and they're 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 giving a fight to the fucking Capitals, right? I, I don't think the vibes were ever as good as this the spring of twenty seventeen. Exactly. Fan base. But it's like, just like I was in the square when Capitan scored that goal, and oh, it was jubilation beautiful. because there was nothing negative about that team ever. Yeah. There was nothing you could say negative because it's like these guys are nineteen years old and they're, they're babies going up against. 
Ovi. Like, Ovi. <laughs> Ovi and Backstrom and yeah. everybody else on the team, like Kuznetsov, the whole the, the whole gang. shebang. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they took it to them and they almost took them out. And, you know, that's when the vibes were great. And mm. then, you know, but... That's when the expectation started, right? Because they yeah. were never expected to even make it to the playoffs, right? But you hit yeah. the playoffs. What's the next step? Win around, right? Uh, yeah. And they, they, they didn't... They, the problem is they they didn't um they they didn't really they didn't um do the, the linear path of growth that yeah, you would expect yeah. in a sports team and you know I have uh, I have Daniel here in the chat saying that they outplayed the Lightning last year could have won absolutely like I think if they won that too if they won all that, the I, way to the playoff all the way to the finals I think so could, I think so that's what that's I what still hurt, think man. that they could have they could have beat Colorado they had that I think team. so. They had the lightning. It was it was so close, and we, me and Armand, we covered this on on yes, uh, Game Over last year too. Yeah, it was. Oh, imagine. it was what a series, I'm, I man! Imagine. It was they, it was fantastic. It just ended in turmoil, right? That should have been a the way the league is. That should have been a conference final, easily. If that that should have been a conference final. And because, that's just the weird way that the that the league does their whole playoffs. That's another conversation as well, right? That's my biggest gripe with the league. I, I, you keep the shootouts. That's the biggest gripe is the playoffs. <laughs> How are you going to have... Like, I'm sorry. I know this sounds like sour Leaf fan grapes. Like, oh, Leaf fan. How are you going to have a team that... What did they finish? Fourth last season? Uh, the and the it, Leafs? Yeah. You're playing the, the freaking... Then the Lightning were like six in the... The Lightning exactly. were an elite team. Yeah. How are you doing that? Like... In other leagues, I know we like to compare to our leagues, but because those leagues are more popular, right? Like in mm-hmm. baseball, I mean, baseball is a wacky sport; anything can happen. But still, the top teams get an advantage. Mm-hmm. It makes the regular season mean something. Basketball, same thing. Football, I, I think. Yeah, football, football, especially because you know, if you're a top team, you get a buy. Like you, you don't even have to go to the first round. Yeah. So you know, it's obviously there's a different nature of different sports, but you. The one and eight was great. Why did you got it? Why did you have to touch it? What? Believe it. <laughs> yeah, that's another like, factor you... of like what makes it so hard to win a Stanley Cup, right? I still think like winning a, a Stanley Cup is probably the hardest thing to do in like yeah, in yeah. most sports, right? I think so. I, I seriously just... think it's the hardest cup to get. <laughs> it's just yeah, yeah, because it, hockey is just hockey is just so much variance. Yeah, like yeah, it's not like you can you can count. It's not like there's. The math is not on your side. Even if you have superstars, like the odds and the math is not on your side. It's not like you can say like in the NFL, oh, our Tom Brady is going to score five touchdowns, get five touchdowns. We can make this happen. We can reasonably assume that this team is going to score all these points. Hockey is just, it's it's chaos. Even if you have the biggest stars in the league, like the yeah. Leafs have, things can go dry like that. But I mean, look at this. Look at the Blues back in 2019. They were like what bottom bottom of the league, and then somehow they managed to bounce their way back up and make that whole Cinderella run, right? So <laughs> I remember. That. I know Steve. Uh, Steve said in the podcast like they they ruined it. They ruined the discourse for everybody going forward because every last place team is gonna be like, hey, remember the Blues? <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> we can do that too. And it's like, you, you, no, no. Vancouver, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think they want that anyway. But anyway, listen, yeah. guys, I want to thank you guys so much for, for tuning in, for listening to us jibber-jabber about our Leafs taking the L in the fake hockey game that is the shootout. Uh, who we have next? We have the Seattle Kraken coming mm. to town, getting it cracking. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
the team that is like I looked at the standings and I'm like, oh, but they're really good all of a sudden. Like, who the Kraken? Yeah, they're pretty decent, aren't they? They're they're well, what are they doing right now? I actually haven't even like paid too much attention to them. Where are they right now? You pull that up. I wish I had like, somebody pull it up for me. And yeah, were... I mean, uh, dude, I remember. Yeah, I mean, oh, I 16, think... yeah, they're they're doing they're they're doing all right. They're middle of the table. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, they're they're in a playoff. I knew. See, I knew I wasn't. I knew I wasn't. I was. I knew I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't losing my mind there. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's going to be another tough test to see what they can do. But uh, I mean, good on the Kraken. Just, just as a side note, like second year in the league mm-hmm. already, especially after that of... last year where they were horrible <laughs> yeah i mean i think they thought that they were gonna they were gonna be the, the they're gonna be like well look at vegas they went to a cup final like why can't we do that and it's yeah like, <laughs> it's like it's like your neighbor has a has a bentley why can't i have a bentley well <laughs> you need more money you should, you know, this is, but i mean this kind of shows that i i think the owners and gary and the gang are going to be keep looking at this and saying oh we might have room for more expansion because the talent in the league. There's a lot of talent, I guess. I mean, obviously owners like expansion because it means more money. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. more, more more payola. But, you know, it's kind of crazy that there's a lot of talent that's just, you know, buried on these rosters that can just come out of nowhere mm-hmm. and, you know, be giving this opportunity to have a new lease on their careers like the entire Vegas squad before they traded everybody and signed everybody and yeah. Went crazy with it, so they're, they're an interesting team, and um, yeah, we're, we're gonna we're, we're we're excited. It's gonna be me and Lauren on, I believe. Ooh, Lauren and fun. I, yes, fun times, everyone. But anyway, guys, thank you so much again for tuning in to the game over Toronto. We hope the luck will be better against the Seattle Kraken. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys again so much for watching. My name is Fuad Suleiman. You can follow me at Fuad underscore Sports on all the socials. Yeah, and uh, my name is Harnish, and you can follow me at Harnish98 um, on Twitter as well. One quick shout-out. Yeah, he was born. He yeah, was born. exactly. I the year I was born. I, I just guessed. No, that's yeah. true. That's true. That's true. One quick shout-out, though, before, before we finish it off. Uh, good luck to the to the Canadian uh, team and the juniors tomorrow against uh, against the States. That's going to be fun. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's see if Bedard keeps Connor, it going. <laughs> over, under, like, eight goals for Connor Bedard. Let's go. Monsters. Let's go. Anyways, everybody, that's going to be do it from here from us. Good night. Peace. Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.